Well, I, I've shared with you before, um, and I'll do this now here a second time, uh, something I picked up when I was in seminary. It was a, it's an examination of conscience for priests, and I, I use it quite frequently. I found it to be very, very helpful in my, in my ministry. And there are 20 points of meditation, and one of them uh, goes like this, and this is um, in agreement with a Friday today being a, a penitential day. Am I solicitous in assisting and in administering the sacraments to the dying in my personal meditation and catechesis and in my ordinary preaching? Do I give consideration to the church's teaching on the last things, the last things? Do I ask for the grace of perseverance? Do I ask the faithful to do likewise? Do I make frequent and devout suffrage for the souls of the faithful departed? But the point, uh, the one that I want to focus on, do I give consideration to the church's teaching on the last things in my own meditation and in my preaching and catechesis? And the last things are uh, very, very important to talk about. And traditionally, we speak of the four last things. So we have death, and then judgment, and then hell, and then heaven. Of course, heaven is a you know, very uh, nice thing to meditate upon. The other three... Sometimes they're a little fearsome, but it's nonetheless very important to meditate upon those three things, death, judgment, and hell. And we see here in our readings today, there's a theme of judgment going from the beginning to the end here, especially, of course, in our uh, responsorial psalm, it says, the Lord will judge the worlds with justice. And uh, in the prophet Joel, we hear about the day of the Lord. It's a day of gloom and darkness. And uh, there's this great theme of judgment here in Joel. And then, of course, even in our gospel, our Lord is uh, talking about, he says, for example, you know, you have people who are resisting his uh, ministry and uh, he's working miracles by the power of the Holy Spirit and they're calling that spirit by which he's uh, working his miracles the spirit of Satan. So you have these people who are very profoundly blind and they're resisting his ministry. And he says, uh, you know, that um, the people amongst you, the other, the Pharisaic exorcists, uh, you know, you have a double standard. You're discriminating against me. You're saying that I'm, you know, casting out demons by Satan's power, whereas your own people, you, you accept their exorcists, their ministry as exorcists. So that difference, that double standard that you're setting up, uh, is going to be your own condemnation on the day of judgment. And that's what he means when he says, therefore, they will be your judges. And uh, he also says, you know, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, the kingdom of God has come upon you. Christ's whole ministry uh, really was one of, of judgment. Uh, John the Baptist characterizes Christ's coming. He says that, you know, what, there's one greater than I who will be coming, and I'm not worthy to stoop down and un- untie his sandals. And his uh, threshing fork is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean his threshing floor, and he'll divide the, the wheat from the chaff. So Christ's whole ministry, uh, in many ways, is one of judgments. And the Bible in general, it's very important for us to take the Word of God seriously and to meditate upon the Bible. You read the Bible, I would say 70%, 80% of the Bible is about judgment. And uh, in particular, the day of the Lord is, is spoken about quite a lot. Now, sometimes uh, I think an error in this in this respect in this uh, topic can come about 
by uh, thinking that, you know, if you speak about the judgment of God, uh, it's going to make everybody all sad and gloomy and isn't Christianity supposed to be joyful? And that's all true, but actually the, the reality is is that when you meditate upon death, judgment, and hell, it actually leads to joy and, and freedom and liberation uh, in your own life. Um, there's nothing like meditating upon the four last things that enables us to put our life in perspective. So oftentimes we get caught up in really small squabbles or conflicts with family members or friends or co-workers or whoever it might be. Uh, we harbor grudges and our world becomes very, very small and petty. But when we meditate upon the last things, what we do is we frame our little world in terms of the real world. And we put everything in context. And so in light of our own imminent death, in light of our own imminent judgment, our little petty things start to become, whoa, wait a second, we have the power to kind of let them go. And we're able to be free to see our neighbor in truth and to relate to them in truth and to make amends and to be forgiving and loving and really have a a sense of profound peace in our life. So I encourage us all to uh, take the four last things seriously, to find ways of meditating upon them. There are many books in our tradition, many scores of books. Here is one by St. Alphonsus uh, Liguri, Preparation for Death. I highly recommend it. Um, And so, you know, you'll find great uh, resources uh, in our in our tradition for meditating upon the four last things and of course scripture itself as saint paul says in corinthians if we were to examine and judge ourselves we will not be judged and so uh it's it's very sobering and important to consider these things now so that it's not too late in the future uh, when we face the lord ourselves uh, in our own judgment day